And I mean, we look, I mean, we're not we're, we're at the tail end of this B side. We're not going to answer these questions, but I do want to lay them out and I want to set them forth as as kind of um, guideposts for the rest of season four and for the fucking rest of our generation. <laughs> you know, dear listener, <laughs> small, small potatoes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, which is that like, you know, we need we really do need to ask ourselves for all of the successes of DSA, for all of the the hard work and the dedication and the hours and the blood and the sweat, the tears that so many people that I hold dear um, have have, you know, have, they've they've fought and they've won and they've changed the culture. And look, you know, old sports metaphor, you don't play with the roster you wish you had. You play with the 11 guys you have on the field in football terms. Uh and, and I, I get that and I feel that. And I think there's a, there's a real serious, like, prag, you know, practicality, materiality of that kind of approach. So I'm not suggesting we burn it down and start over uh, because, you know, that's just uh, pure idealism and it's just not helpful anyway. It's dilettantism. But, but, but what we do need to think about is we need to think about our, our weaknesses very seriously in this moment. And, and my God, are there weaknesses? Um, it's not just the case that, Nobody really actually even knows what DSA's line is on this thing, which again, all, again, I fucking hate that I have to do this every time, but all caveats about having the right line. It's not enough to have the right line, people. I know that. Trust me. All right. It's not enough. All right. With that being said, <laughs> we don't even have that. And moreover, it's even worse because it's not even clear who would be empowered or or what process would be undertaken in order to develop and democratically determine said line. That this big tent that we've built for ourselves, that was once a source of dynamism and oxygen has now collapsed on our heads to suffocate us all. Because the people who, who want to carve out their little enclaves inside of that big tent without being um, without being influenced by outsiders, out, outsiders of their caucus, outsiders of their sect inside the tent. They've disempowered collective decision-making processes. They've disempowered any type of centralized authority or the expression of popular will so that nobody can make any decision about anything of consequence. And so we do have endless meetings and we do have all of these t- kind of like hyper- procedural concerns and debates, but they never really amount to anything consequential. And look, I know many of you in the audience right now are fighting tooth and nail to try to change all of this. I get that. I really do. But we have to be serious. And I mean, that's what, that's what Michael Albert put forward. I mean, I can't remember the exact quote, but he said, you know, we basically, the gist of it is we have to have the courage of our convictions in order when you see something, you have to say something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, to put it, you know, uh, Smokey the Bear, see something, say something, you know, um, or, or is that post 9-11 uh, airport speak? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've mostly heard it in that context. I think, but, you know, I think Smokey speak. said, uh, Smokey said only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> that would apply here, too. Look, Ben, it's been a long recording session here. I'm, I'm flagging in energy. You know, but uh, but look, I mean, I think I, th- I think let's 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 maybe like do the uh, try our best at optimism of the will and, you know, and, and put. You know, put a somewhat positive, yeah. you know, yeah, spin yeah, yeah, on yeah. this, right? Like, I, I so, do mean it that way. I don't. I don't want to be uh, overly cynical here. I don't want to be. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, I think, I think, uh, I think there are there are lots of of people in, in DSA, the broader socialist left, 
you know, who who are uh, who are doing you know doing good work, who are who are doing things like uh, you know union organizing oh, yeah, no and you know tenant organizing and uh, um, and you know good electoral campaigns and all that stuff. What I think. Um, you know what I think maybe might might be worth thinking more about is like okay so like are are you just kind of doing all this stuff and like maybe there's like some like commission of your DSA branch or whatever that's like tasked with like doing this useful thing right and then like you all get together for the I don't even know like you know whatever the COVID equivalent is of uh, of the of the socializing with socialist beer night uh, that you know. Uh, like, or are you thinking externally, right? Are, are you thinking like, in other words, are you just doing the good stuff you're doing as, as a, um, to use a very over, overused word as an activist, right? You know, uh, like, are, are you, are you just doing that? Right. Um, and then like, this is, and then like you sort of go to, you know, go to church, uh, to, to think about socialism, right. You know, there's the, uh, the, that like oh that um, that like someday we're going to have this more radical stuff you know happening, or are you thinking about how socialists can relate to to mass politics right you know that like how you know what it is that we can give that like you know they like like like, like just kind of take the guy I remember uh, with the Joe Rogan controversy we were talking about earlier happened. Peter Coffin uh, did a video where he he talked about how, you know, he was on the right side of that controversy, right? And so he was talking about um, how the guy at, like, the gas station convenience store thing where he would, like, go to, like, you know, get supplies late at night. Like, whenever he goes in there at night, the guy who's working there always has Rogan on, right, you know, on the radio. And uh, it was like, this is, you know, this is the potential, right? You're going to, like, you're going to reach that guy. And so if you think about the sort of target audience as being like the guy with like uh, who's, you know, radio or whatever, like I guess it's probably like YouTube coming out of his computer or something, but whatever, right? You know, he's like in some form or another, he's like listening to Rogan while he's working at night at the gas station. And like let's let's take the scenario where this is like the most reachable version of that guy, right? That like he he heard like Rogan's little speech about like how like yeah i'm like you know i'm probably gonna vote for bernie and he like nodded along it's like yeah no good point right like or like he saw um you know very recently rogan had that like awesome argument with dan crenshaw about healthcare, um and uh and he saw that he was like yeah no, that's, that's fucking a right we should have healthcare. um what is it that's going to be like what is it that socialists can do to reach out to that dude Right. And, and, and how can, how can we do it? Right. Because, because if that's not what you're doing, then I don't really understand what you're doing. Yeah. 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 So I this concludes your free teaser of this week's B side. Head over to patreon.com slash dead pundits and subscribe today to hear the rest of this episode and to double your DPS pleasure each week. <laughs>